Well, good morning, everybody. It's uh, 6.57 a.m., and it's Monday morning, March the 13th, and uh, this month is already flying by. I don't know if I <coughs> told you or not, but I, I bought a new car. Um, I had to. My job required me to travel quite a bit. Um, I've had this car for going on three weeks, and um, I already have 2,081 miles on it, if that tells you anything. Now, I think a lot of my listeners out there are dealing kilometers, so I'm not really sure how to convert that, but uh, mile-wise, 2,081 miles. I stay on the road quite a bit with my new job. I love my new job. It's great. It's uh, more money. It's, um, I'd love to say the benefits are better, but actually the benefits are not as, I should say the health insurance is not as good, but, but the, uh, it's very expensive for health insurance. And um, some of you probably know what I'm talking about. But uh, anyway, been on the road uh, quite a bit since I've taken the job. Um, I go all over the place. I do a lot of things, um, see a lot of people. I wish I could tell you what I did, but I'm, I'm afraid I can't. So we'll just have to suffice it to say that uh, I work for the government. So again, I love my job. I love what I do. Um, but I spent the weekend, my only two days off, really. Actually, I only had one day off. I had to do something for work on Saturday in the evening. So kind of messed me up there. But anyway, I had to, uh, my um my son-in-law and daughter moved in with me a little over a year ago, and uh, they've been living in my garage. Now, I will say this, it's not a garage anymore. It's been converted to an apartment, and uh, it's a very nice apartment. It's a one, two, three, three-room bedroom apartment, uh, two bedrooms and um, one main room they call the living room. Um, but anyway, they've been living in there, and they've been they've been great to have. It's it's good to have them there. I'm glad they can stay there. They uh, my son-in-law um, works as a deputy sheriff, and um, my daughter is a teacher, and uh, they both uh, are going back to school again. I think she's working on her master's, and he's uh, working on his. Uh, bachelor's in uh, county and so that was part of the deal they move in and, and uh, you know they don't pay rent but they'll pay for whatever it costs to make the apartment what it is and I was okay with that I was all right with that so uh, they could have stayed for free actually but I'm, I'm glad they you know decided to contribute something to it and uh, so um, I think that having them there has, has been great because also I have my grandson there and I have a good relationship with my um, children and my son-in-law. I have a great son-in-law. Um, he's very helpful with me. I do a lot of projects around the house and he's very helpful and uh, never says no. So it's good to have him there. Um, anyway, we uh, I plumbed his uh, washer about two or three weeks ago he and I both did it actually together and um, it was a 
man, it was a booger. Oh, it was hard. The the piping that the the, the guys that built my house used was just all disconfigured and I mean it was just crazy and I know this because I grew up doing plumbing as a as a young kid and uh, my dad did plumbing and my uncles did plumbing and my grandpa did plumbing so sort of a family trade um, I learned how to do it so I know it was right and what is wrong and you know what is acceptable and what's not and what they did was totally unacceptable I, I can only guess that there were no inspections back then um, because what they did was just absolutely crazy. But anyway, we managed to get it right. And uh, so last last night and the day before, um, my son-in-law and I worked on uh, getting the dryer vent uh, vented to the outside. And um, now that was a booger. We ended up uh, building a chase for it, cutting through the ceiling and going through the attic and then out another wall was just way too difficult and uh, time consuming and so we decided just to do a chase and um, a chase basically is where you hide the uh, the, the little uh, stretchy aluminum uh, I don't know what you'd call that I guess piping or maybe piping anyway it's where the heat goes out and out to the out of the house and not into the house to heat it up from the from the dryer. Anyway, we we hid that in a chase and um, that was nice and it was it was good to it was good to to be done with it and for them to have their own washer their own dryer. Um, that was that was nice because for them to have their own washer and dryer, it um, it makes it easier on everybody else. Who is um, who's in the house because you know we only have one other washer and dryer and so having them have their own washer and dryer was really nice um, so it's a nice feature and when they move out we'll have a, a nice big uh, laundry room and uh, we can turn our present laundry room into a pantry so anyway um, we, we were busy all weekend, and then I decided in the midst of all of that that I would, um, I've had this, uh, gosh, this material that's that's sort of a, I guess it's a PVC style material, but uh, you'll see it used a lot of times where it's, it's stretchy and it's it's pretty big, and um, and I used, um, I used it as a, uh, a shading area. It, it blocks the sun, and down here in Florida, it's, it's uh, it gets pretty hot in the summertime, and so you you need a little bit of respite from the sun. It'll it'll cook you, and um, so I I bought some 12 foot four by fours, four of them, and sunk them in the ground, and then attached this um, the shade material to the top each corner, and um, so now we have a, a an area I'd say probably 10 foot by 10 foot, maybe a little bit bigger. Um, that we can, you know, put some chairs under, and I put it next to the pool. So when people are in the pool and you don't want to be in the pool, you can kind of sit under the shade. And, and uh, anyway, we're uh, we're working on that. That was my other project I did. <clears throat> now my neighbor's building a, uh, a privacy fence, and uh, I really like it a lot. So I'm, I might put a privacy fence up uh, in my backyard where my pool is. But anyway, that was my uh, 
weekend project. Uh, I wanted to go somewhere with my wife. We were talking about going to uh, St. Augustine, and uh, or maybe Fernandina Beach, or maybe even Cedar Key. Who knows? Um, just somewhere we haven't been in a while and uh, get away because uh, we just haven't had a chance to get away and do things. So that was my weekend. That was what I did, and. Uh, of course, you know, cleaned the house, got rid of some things, put a lot of stuff in storage, um, which reminds me I need to go pay my storage bill by the 20th, but um, anyway, that's pretty much what I did over the weekend, and uh, of course it rained like a, a ton of rain uh, yesterday evening, and it's still raining this morning, so I think we're expecting a little more rain showers today, which that's about to be expected, it's, it's almost the... Uh, end of March and down here in Florida <clears throat> we get the monsoon season uh, usually starts around April and uh, April's usually pretty wet pretty wet month in April uh, if the trends continue and uh, a lot of rain and then May May it starts to warm up a little bit you get your afternoon showers maybe a few evening showers from time to time and then June and July and August are our hottest months and uh, June it starts really getting hot, and then by July it's 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 on like Donkey Kong. It is hot, hot, hot. And uh, if you get a rain shower at all, it just it's like it bakes the rain and, and makes it feel like a sauna. So July it's pretty warm, and August is the hottest. It's like August uh, they call it the dog days of summer, and uh, it's just hot, 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 hot. And so. You know, we're in for a, a pretty warm summer, I think, but the rains come in and they, they you know, keep your ground pretty wet, refill our, uh, our aquifer. And um, so it's just to be expected. Um, as a kid, I remember when it would rain, um, you could set your clock to it. I'm not kidding you at all. Every afternoon around 3.15, 3 o'clock, somewhere between the hours of 3 and 3.30, you'd get about a 10 minute maybe 15 minute shower and it'd stop and the sun would come out and there'd be no more no more showers after that but it would it would almost make it like a sauna because it didn't really cool things down it just made it hotter and um you could do that that was that was every day every day we we knew as kids playing in the in the neighborhood when the rains were coming now it's it's a little different now I don't believe in global warming. I'm not one of those people. I, I think the science does not um, reflect global warming. Um, I, I, I just don't buy into that. Uh, call me what you want to call me. When I was a kid and I was in school, the prevailing wind of the scientists of the day were saying that we were headed for a, um, a freeze, a, a tundra. Uh, like, you know, uh, what do they call it? An ice age again. Yeah. And they said that, you know, by the time, you know, I was an adult, that, you know, we, that uh, Florida would be frozen and the whole United States would be frozen and we'd have to deal with being, trying to be warm. And that it was all caused from carbon, carbon dioxide or carbon monoxide being released from, ca uh, from cars and and all the other gases that animals release and things like that, um, you know, that was changing the atmosphere and it was changing the uh, stratosphere and the ionosphere and all the spheres that are up there. 
But the truth of the matter is, is that this is all theory and it's conjecture. And uh, same as with the global warming today, it's um, climate change is, 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 I do believe in climate change, but I believe that it's a cyclical thing. It's, uh, it runs on cycles, just like anything. And um, I think we've only been recording weather here in the U.S. for maybe um, 150 years, maybe, maybe 100 years. Um, at any rate, um, we don't have a real idea of you know how the Earth works, and we, we really can't even explain gravity. We think that it has something to do with the rotation of the Earth and the the heavy metals that are inside of the Earth's core. That we 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 theorize that that's exactly what it is, which is really just I'm guessing. Now I, I respect I respect theory. You know there are a lot of things that were proven based on theory, so I'm not one of those people. But um, I will tell you that there are a lot of things about this Earth that we don't know. Uh, there's, we know more about the surface of the moon than we do our own oceans. And so I didn't mean to go off on that, but I, I'm, I'm very passionate about that. I, I think that it's, I think that um, what, the, what the prevailing uh, voices have, have produced is a combination of climate change with wokeism. And wokeism, of course, is a, is a new term, but it describes people who are basically your 1970s, you know, the, the earth is, is chilling and, you know, we're, we're killing ourselves and we need to protect the environment. And yes, I agree, we should protect the environment, you know, but there has to be a healthy balance between, between protecting the environment and producing energy, enough energy that we don't suffer and that we don't have to... Uh, you know, raise the prices on everything because, you know, we've cut off our energy. Energy is what makes everything go in this, in this United States, in the world, actually, but especially in the United States. Energy, coal, um, gasoline, you know, petroleum, uh, liquid petroleum, um, uh, solar. I mean, we have an array of energy sources that, you know, we, we need every day to power our lives. And the more and more technology that we have in, in, in the world, the more power we need to supply that technology. Now, granted, we're, we're making strides in, in a lot of our energy departments, but when you cut off your, your supply of oil through a pipeline because you're afraid that it might disturb the, the nature around it, then just beef up the pipeline. You know, don't cut the pipeline off. Don't destroy jobs. Thousands of jobs were destroyed when when Biden decided to close the pipeline. I think that was a bad idea. Um, you know, and then we started buying oil from other countries. Um, you know, we energy is strategic. That is a national security because without energy, we don't run. We don't we don't go anywhere. We don't have our jets flying. We don't have our tanks riding down the the uh, DMZ or wherever they are. Um, we can't get supplies back and forth. And, you know, China is one of the top users of energy, of petroleum in the world. And you can, you can bet your bottom dollar that they're not going to go without their energy needs. Why should America do that? It's a bad idea. It puts, it puts us at risk. But that's just, um, just one reason why energy is so important and should be treated as a, a national security and as a national security threat. And so, <laughs> no, I don't believe in um, 
global warming or global cooling, I believe in climate change, and I believe just like anything, there are cyclical uh, events that go on, and I believe that's what's going on now. And um, who knows, 30 years from now, when when I'm dead and gone, I'm, uh, or maybe I'm still here, who knows? But they'll have a different theory. Someone will come up with a different theory. And uh, I have a lot of theories that you know of my own. These are all best guesses, but I base a lot of what I believe on what I see, you know, and what I have, what I've read and, and what I, what I understand to be, you know, factual. And, um, I don't, I don't, I haven't done any research in a lot of these things. And so somebody might say, well, you don't know what you're talking about because you haven't done the research. Well, you know what? You're, you're probably right. But I can tell you from growing up in this world, and watching things happen in this world, there are cycles. And so, no, I don't have a PhD. I don't have a, uh, a master's or, or um, even a bachelor's degree, you know? Um, I'm, I'm not as smart as some of the people out there that are theorizing these things, but it doesn't take a FBI agent to pick up that there's a uh, agenda out there, and the agenda is to you know, destroy our way of life through reducing our energy availability, forcing us to go to solar, which is, you know, good if you incorporate solar into your present energy needs, but it can't supply all your energy needs. Uh, electric cars are great. I drive a, a, a hybrid, which is part electric, part gas. And uh, you know what? It, it does well. And, I'm, and I like it, and it saves me uh, money from the pump, you know? I'm not opposed to electric, I'm not opposed to solar. I think it's a great idea, but I think it has to be balanced between what energy we use now, um, gasoline and coal and things like that. Uh, but you gotta think about the people that depend on those jobs, you know? We, we, can't, we can't just say we're gonna stop doing this because bad for the environment, because this person says so, because um, then what you're doing is you're, you're destroying people's jobs and their livelihood. And these are people with families who, you know, they have, they have dreams, they have, you know, desires, they have passions, you know, they, they have kids that they want to raise and they have, you know, futures they want. And so I think that when you, when you just nilly-willy destroy someone's jobs because it's it's not uh, popular anymore, I think that's a bad idea, and I think we need to re-examine, you know, what we're doing in America, and uh, keep America working. You know, stop buying oil from other people and keep keep Americans working and, and produce our own oil and our own energy. Be energy dependent, independent from other nations, and um, so that's just my two cents worth and I've kind of rambled on a little bit about it. Uh, you see a little bit of my political views there so um, I'm not ashamed of what I believe in. I'm not ashamed of my passions and uh, you may not agree with me and that's okay. You know what? We, we can always just agree to disagree. Sometimes we're just never going to agree with one another and uh, that's just the way it is. We can't, well, we can't have safe words. You know, we can't have safe spaces. You know, if, if, uh, if something is right, it's right. If it's wrong, it's wrong. If it's weird, it's weird. Uh, you know, if it's if it's something that's you know goes against even the very fabric of nature, forget humankind, just the the fabric of nature, 
then you know you can't expect other people to say well that's just normal it, it's not normal there are abnormal behaviors it doesn't reflect any any animosity or hatred towards uh, anybody uh, it simply means that you know this is a uh, abhorrent abnormal uh, behavior that you know um, is not to be expected as normal and should not be treated as normal um, you know it's it's like um, pedophilia you know, there are people in this world today who think that pedophilia um, should be legalized you know and that, that children should be able to you know engage in sexual activities with with adults that's that's ridiculous that's 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 so far removed from you know, normal society yet there are people that do believe that and I believe there will come a time unfortunately when it is when it is the prevailing wind and that people will be for it you know just like they're for all these other movements that are out there you know I don't hate these people who are different you know if, if a guy if a, if a man decides he's not a man anymore and he wants to be a woman you know I feel sorry for him if a woman decides she's, you know, she hates herself so much that she wants to mutilate her body, or a man, either one of them, I feel sorry for them. I really do. My, my heart breaks for these people. Why? Because it's not normal. This is so abnormal, so abhorrent that, that, we, would, that we would encourage someone to mutilate themselves, uh, to change their, their, uh, their physical body, even though we can't really manipulate their minds enough to make them feel like, you know, they're... They're who they think they are. And so that's just, that's just sad to me because even in a world where we're forced to accept all this, otherwise we're canceled or we're called names or you know, even you know, brought under charges by the federal government you know, for violating someone's civil rights. Um, even with all that being said, the majority of the population, even the young people, don't think that that is something that is normal and accepted and acceptable as normal. I just, I can't stress that enough. I think that we're going to have, you know, in, in 15, maybe 20 years from now, I, I can theorize that, you know, we're going to have these people that have transitioned from male to female, female to male, mutilating their bodies and forcing the rest of the world to accept them the way they are. Um, without any opposition, we're going to find that there's going to be a lot of mental health issues from these people. Um, if I disagree with your lifestyle, then I should be able to simply say, I disagree with your lifestyle. I don't, I don't like your lifestyle. It doesn't have anything to do with you. It doesn't reflect you as a person at all, the way I feel about people in general. It has to do with your lifestyle. And I should be able to say that. Anybody should be able to say it. It may be offensive, it may be, you know, it may hurt your feelings, you know, but we can't police the world on the, on the First Amendment. Okay, that's, that's everyone's right. And yes, it's offensive sometimes when people say things, and I cringe when I hear them, but the truth of the matter is, is that we should be able to speak our mind. We have become like East Germany back in the 70s when the Stasi was around, and, and they, would, they would force people to, you know, uh, curb their, their their remarks towards the government. If it was anything negative, they they could be arrested. They could be taken in the middle of the night, you know, and and, and uh, end up you know dead or or in a in a prison somewhere. 
a political prism, you know? And so we are, we are slowly turning towards that because there is a group of people that are out in the United States that are backed by the media who are pushing their agenda. And if anyone disagrees with them, they cancel them. They, they attack them with the media. Uh, and then the federal government steps in, and if they can, they will violate their, uh, they will say that they violated someone's civil rights, and then they'll be arrested and taken to jail. And that's just ridiculous. We should all be able to say what we want to say. As much as it bothers me to hear the things that people say, and it, cr- it makes me cringe when I hear things, and, and, I, and I'm thinking, you really shouldn't say those things because it is hurtful. But you know what? I cannot and will not legislate morality. You can't do it. You know, so I, I think it's a bad idea to legislate morality. I think that we can have a moral compass uh, in all of us. We can have a moral compass, and we should absolutely be able to voice our opposition to the things that we don't like. Just like those out there who are who are um, you know uh, fighting for abortion. They're fighting for women's rights. They're you know they they get you know they get passionate about these things. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I don't always agree with everything they're saying, but yeah, they should be able to say that. Just like someone who burns the American flag, you know, I don't like it. It, it hurts me to, to see that. Um, but honestly, I mean, they should be able to do that. That's what America's all about, you know. Um, and, and we can't, we got to stop worrying about people's feelings. We got to stop worrying about what people, what people think about what you're going to say or what you're going to do or what you're going to wear. Yes, it offends me when I see certain things out in public. You know, it offends me and I'm just, I'm, sometimes I'm taken aback because I'm older and my generation didn't do things like that. Okay, but I'm not going to say anything to those people, but I'm also not going to not recoil when I see certain things that make me think, oh my God, that is just so weird. You know, so I think I should be able to to react the way I want to react, you know, um, I don't think that it should be um, something where I'm afraid to say anything because I might get a, you know, I might get fired from my job or I might get canceled. Um, you know, uh, if I if I have a a business or something, that then the media would come after me and, and try to shut me down, and the federal government weaponized would come against me. I don't think it should be like that. I think that's a bad idea, and I think that. Um, we are setting ourselves up for uh, cancellation of the First Amendment, and that is a right that we all have as, as Americans. You know, maybe in other countries you don't have that. That's fine. I get it. But in America, we do. And uh, I live in America, and um, I am an American, so I agree. You know, First Amendment rights is um, is a necessary thing. It's just like my second right, my Second Amendment right. I think that I should be able to 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 have a, a gun if I want one. I do, <laughs> you know, um, they're just things that our forefathers were smart enough to realize we had to weave this into the fabric of our constitution because if we did not do that, then people in the future, their minds would change and their, and their attitudes would change and social uh, justice uh, seekers would come out of the woodwork and, and you know, woke, it, woke ideology. They knew these things were coming, which is kind of incredible when you think about it. But um, I've rambled a little more than I wanted to, but uh, it was on my heart this morning, apparently, and I wanted to uh, share that with you. And, um, you know, I may lose some listeners. I may gain more listeners. Who knows? Um, if you don't like what I'm saying, hey, feel free to cancel me. 
by not listening. <laughs> I don't mind at all. You won't hurt my feelings. Um, and as far as those who agree with what I'm saying, you know, that's awesome. That's that's wonderful. We we uh, we we've, we've created an echo chamber, so to speak. Um, you may not agree with everything I said. You may agree with some things I said. But that's the great thing about podcasts, at least for now. Now I do have the First Amendment to protect me. Uh, at any rate, I do wish you guys a, a good week. Um, hope everything's working out for you. I hope that um, life is treating you well. I can tell you that if it's not, it doesn't always last. So you can you can rest assured that um, things are going to get better. You just have to keep plugging away and, and uh, keep looking for better things and, and find the find the uh, the good part of life that makes life worth living and uh, stick to it and hang on to it you know so anyway wish you all a good week and uh, until we talk again uh, we'll, we'll see you later